0: No, nothing's going to happen if you don't go and start. Nothing's nope. going to happen if you don't go out and you, you've tried and you figure it out yep. and you fail. Like, you, you can talk about it all day. You can have all the ideas you want in the world and everything else, but like, nothing's going to freaking happen unless you just go out there and do it.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show. Today, we're in the middle of an eight-week series focused on building resilience. We'll be talking about why resilience is important, how to become more resilient, and talking to some of the most impressive and resilient people on Earth. If you want to live a more interesting life by challenging yourself to do the impossible, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Impossible Radio. This is actually a special episode because it's the last episode of the season. This is episode number eight of the first season that we're doing on resilience. So we've kind of switched up. If you guys have been paying attention the last couple weeks, we switched up sort of how we're running the podcast. Instead of just doing a podcast episode here and there about whatever, taking a few weeks together, plotting out course or a series on a particular topic. And so this... Entire season one has been all about resilience, and I've had a blast doing it. We've had some really incredible people come on, Kyle Maynard, Paul Tharp, Bobby Maximus, really great athletes and just great humans, inspirations to look up to, uh, talking about how they push themselves further, how they push their limits and do impossible things. And to kind of wrap things up, I wanted to take a look back at, at some of the best clips and concepts that we've kind of talked about over the last seven weeks preceding this and just really dive into it and revisit some of the the favorite moments we had from the various different episodes. So that's what today's show is going to be about. I've got some other stuff that I'd like to talk to you guys about at the end of the podcast, but enjoy the best of season one on resilience and I hope you like it. People are always looking for simpler, easier, faster ways to do things. And I don't actually think that's going to change anytime soon. I think people are pretty naturally hardwired into pursuing something that's faster, easier, simpler, or just more comfortable. But one thing that I've realized is that while that's good in a lot of different areas, I think sometimes the most important things you, you can do are difficult, hard, impossible Things And I don't think you're going to find the answer from life hacking your way to it.
2: Doing the right thing isn't always the easiest thing to do. In fact, usually doing the right thing is the hardest thing to do. You know, and and that's what I want to do. And I want to try to better myself in all areas of my life. And the people I train, I want them to do the same. I want them to be better physically, mentally, better people. You know, everything they can do to improve, that should be the goal of human life, to constantly strive towards improvement.
1: No, I, I totally agree. You know, a lot of people say growth happens at the edge of your comfort zone or, or do something every day that scares you. And they'll, they'll put these quotes and they'll throw them on Instagram and it's going to be like really inspiring and they'll get all these likes on it and hashtag. The crap out of it. But most people on a daily basis don't follow that advice. They'd love to pin it on Pinterest. They'd love to put it on Instagram. But when it comes to actually doing it in real life, it's really hard. And not a lot of people do it.
0: The smartest people that I know, the people that are actually doing stuff, are they're they're looking at their environment. They're changing their environment. You just did that with your office space, of like putting your office in a CrossFit gym, you know, where it's like, I can't not go and do something. I have to work out. Yeah. All the time, <laughs> and it's 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 awesome. It's because of my environment. Yep. There's nothing going to do with me necessarily. Even my friends, you know that like you yeah. know I've got people that are willing to to go through that with me and go through that experience. Like without that, I wouldn't have been doing it. Yeah, and, and it takes changes to do that. To surround yourself with the friends who are going to
1: support you and 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 decide that they're going to, of course, they're going to gorilla tape your your arms and and figure out the best prototype. Yeah. And you know, there's always a trade off, and there's always a way to go about you know figuring out exactly what you want but you also have to be willing to to give up something for it i think people innately know that when they do something that's really hard that's difficult and they succeed and they finish it they realize that it's worth it but at the same time Most people don't want to actually have to go through the pain of dealing with that. You know, it's not as as nice as sitting on your couch and and eating popcorn and watching a movie. It's actually hard. It's actually difficult. And a lot of times you feel like quitting. And I I really wanted to take the time to just talk about how you you get used to to doing hard, difficult things and how by not being afraid to do hard things, you can actually accomplish a lot, lot more than most people who are, who are just willing to settle for what's comfortable or what's simple or what's possible. Hopefully it will give you a new perspective on becoming resilient, becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable and, and being able to do more by doing difficult things. My favorite technique is just to step back out of it, kind of remove yourself from the situation and say, if I was watching a movie, how would I want my character in this situation to act? And then realize that you have sort of a writing control edit of this story, of the of the story that you're in. And instead of jumping to the fore, foregone conclusion that, okay, I need to give up, I need to call it in, I, I need to be done with this, stepping back and saying, okay, what do I want the story to be? Because remember, I am partially in charge of the situation. I'm pretty much, you know, my reactions and my actions here are basically the only thing I'm in charge of. And so if I was going to write the story, how do I want the story to end? How do I want the story to go? And what would I as a writer, not even as a person right now, but as a writer, want this, How what direction would I want the story to go in? But before we get any farther, I want to actually sit down and define what these, these impossible challenges look like because depending on who you are and what you're interested in and, and your own skill levels, these are always going to look different for every single person. Like it's never going to look the same for anyone, and so that's why today I want to I, I want to take the time to define what it is and kind of help you to find that on your own for you personally about what an impossible challenge looks like and how that might differ for individual people. And I, I've got four main criteria, and they're all variations of the same thing, but they're all good questions that you can serve as metrics for whether or not this some, this thing is, is big enough to really challenge you, to really push you past your limits and kind of take you to the next level of, of whatever it is that you want to be. And, and the first criteria is it's something that scares you. And this is a pretty quick one. Like I haven't done anything like this before. I'm a little bit worried. What if it fails? What if it's not received as well as we want? The answer is unknown. And so it's a little bit scary. And so if you're doing something that scares you, that's a pretty good sign that you're on the right path. That you're on the path to something challenging, something that's worthwhile, something that that's probably worth doing. Even if you don't succeed at it, it's worth doing because that that step's going to take you to the next level. the The second criteria uh, is that it has stakes. In other words, there's something at stake with. What you do if you if you succeed there 's some sort of major payoff that happens, and if you fail, then you actually have something to lose. A lot of times people try to take challenges on, but there 's no real stakes if they fail and that 's not really a, a, a big challenge if you if you take on a challenge and you kind of Worst case scenarios, you end up exactly where you are. It's by definition not something outside of your comfort zone. <laughs> you're basically ending up exactly where you are, and so one of the qualities of of these impossible challenges is that it's going to have stakes. Like you're either going to succeed or you're going to fail, and that's going to pay off in one way or another. And and you're going to have to realize that, and it might be a little bit painful if it if it, if it doesn't come to fruition. Uh, now, this third part's kind of tied with that, and the big thing about impossible challenges is that you can actually fail them. There should be a little bit of gap between what you're currently able to do and what you're aiming to do. If there's no gap, there's no room for growth. So if, if you set a goal and you can't really fail, that's not really a goal. You should be doing it already. But if you set a goal that's sufficiently difficult enough, there should be the very real possibility that you could fail and and that it won't go exactly as you want. And and that's, that's difficult and that, that plays into the other things where it scares you and it has stakes. But that's awesome. So the only way you can grow by by picking a goal where you can fail at, it. and the fourth the fourth piece here is is the answer isn't obvious right away. If it was obvious already, you would already know what to do, and and you'd just be able to implement it and. And, and knock it out. And I don't, I don't really consider that an impossible challenge. That's more of like, okay, that's a very possible challenge. You obviously can realize it and make it happen right now. If you wanted to, you just have to freaking do it. So that I would, I would classify that more as laziness. But for a real difficult, impossible challenge, you shouldn't necessarily know the path to success before you start. It should be one of those things where you kind of figure it out as you go. And I find the times that I've waited for for something to be perfect and for the, the plans to kind of fall into my hands, it never actually happens like that. The only times I'm actually able to, to jump in and, and figure stuff out is is when I've already started. Uh, you know, you're kind of halfway down the road and 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 you get part of the map as you as you keep going down the road. So, those are the kind of questions that I ask myself when I start wanting to to figure out something that's challenging for me, to something that has it scares me, it has stakes, it, it allows me the opportunity for failure and, and and the answer isn't always obvious. I'm
0: like, well, ah. it's, yeah, it's, you know, I mean you get it, though too it's yep. like no, nothing's gonna happen if you don't go and start nothing's yep. gonna happen if you don't go out and you you've tried and you figure it out yep. you fail like you get yourself you knock down skin your face skin your knees like and then you figure it out yep. like you you can talk about it all day you can have all the ideas you want in the world and everything else but like nothing's gonna freaking happen unless you just go out there and do it no yeah. and I, I remember very viscerally when when i started uh, impossible when i
1: started all those things i just really got like you know i kind of like split my brain in two and i got really fed up with like the other side of my head that was telling me to you know i couldn't do these things yeah. but I, 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 you know making up pre-disqualifying myself for all the reasons i could do this stuff and i was just like you know it, it became less of a, a thing about like oh can i cannot I, you know can i or can't I? it's became more of a reason like why not like you totally. said like there's all this stuff out there why not just get the hell out there right and, and go do it like why why am i why am i spending so much time in my head debating about all this stuff when i could spend that energy out there actually doing totally
2: it? the mind is primary we say it again and again and again and it's for this re- these reasons we believe that
0: now say like, that's the thing though too is like it's you know I, it, like so many people go and talk about like the successes and it's easy to go and talk about that yeah. like Literally, it was, like, a tremendous amount of failure to go in, like, between that moment of, like, summiting Stone Mountain to, you know, to being on Kilimanjaro. It was, like, there was so much failure inside there. So much, like, heartache. So much, like, this is not going to happen. Like, it's impossible. I I didn't know if it was ever going to happen. It was, like, I I, there's no way that I would have been able to do Stone Mountain with towels on my arms or leather welding sleeves. We had to go figure this out. Yeah part of me is like really like driven by that though. And like the creative side of like solutions. And I think that so much of, of taking on like an impossible task, so much of taking on, you know, so much even of, of just grit and like finding a way to like tough things out. And like, yeah. it really is like creativity. Mm-hmm. It's creativity. It's problem solving. It's like, how am I going to go and do this? And
1: if you go into a situation and you go into a new, scenario. Most people go into it and they kind of expect it to be a little bit easy or they like it to be easy. And and they kind of go into the situation. And and as soon as it it's not easy. As soon as it's not immediately solvable, it seems difficult. And because they come into it with the mentality of, oh, I I really hope this is easy. I hope this doesn't take too much work. I hope I can get it done kind of quick and it doesn't inconvenience me too much. They they sort of think that as soon as an obstacle comes up, even if it's not a very big one, it seems insurmountable. And all of a sudden, these things that are not really that big of obstacles get turned into these big insurmountable obstacles because you go into it with the mentality that, oh, it should be easy or, oh, I really just Want to do as little work as possible, and as soon as something pops up, that's not exactly the easiest thing in the world. All of a sudden, things seem really difficult.
0: You know, your mind—you're always thinking something. Yep. You can't shut it off. Yep. You literally can't shut off that voice in your head. And when you go through those really adverse situations, you're gonna start talking to yourself of like you know, naturally, like as a survival mechanism, like quit. Like, why are you doing this? Like, what's going on? You know, like, okay. If you shift that
1: before you even get into the thick of it, you know, whether you're doing a race, whether you're doing a new project where you're starting a business, whether you're just changing a a habit in your life, instead of going to be like, oh yeah, I'm assuming success. I'm assuming that this is going to be super easy off the bat. I'm assuming that it's not going to take too much work. Do the opposite before you even get started in a task. Assume that it's going to be hard. Expect it to be hard. Expect it to be really, really difficult. Welcome all the challenges that are coming. And you can even go as far as listing out all the different obstacles you expect to hit along the road and, and be as detailed and as comprehensive as possible. What happens when you do that is is you get out in front of it and then when it comes and hits, because it's going to, and it doesn't seem as as insurmountable as it might if you just expected it to be easy. You figured out a new life hack and all of a sudden it didn't work exactly how you wanted it to. You, you, you went into it expecting the challenge and when the challenge showed up, it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't worrisome. It was welcomed. And and, and you're able to face up to the challenge and take it on. Like,
0: you can clearly look to the, to the words that people are saying yep. as as pure evidence for what's going on in their, yeah. you know, internal environment with something. Yeah. You know, if someone is totally caught up in, like, circumstantial stuff and, like, all the excuses and all of that stuff, like, yeah. it's just, like, that clearly is painting the picture of what's going on with them internally. Well, because you almost become, like, the narrator of your own life when you start saying, like, if you start saying,
1: like, oh, I'm too tired to do that or to like... Yeah, you, I, it, I imagine my life true. like a like a movie, and you have like the narrator pop over as you're like walking down, and you're like, should I go work out now? You're like, and then Joel was too tired <laughs> to go work out, so he went to bed and ate nachos or something like that, like. That is that is a terrible movie. Everybody's leaving, and they're going to ask for a refund. And, you know, there there's definitely something to, to, to the words that you're saying. You're almost becoming, like, your own narrator. And so if you start, you know, changing the words that you're saying, um, you know, whether it's internally, whether it's out loud, you can kind of start to change that story, change that narration, if you will, and and
0: and then hopefully your character follows totally. along with that. You just, you know, whatever you got to go and do to pull yourself in that frame of mind of, like, think about, like, okay no like this is this is what I'm doing right what, it's like this is what's happened literally like corralling like those you know the voices in your head to like you're you're just not gonna you're not gonna relent and like I love that like just keep moving whatever it is that's gonna go ahead and get you to that aim it, it just like that's that's what
1: works the difference your your mentality has to like change in order to become that
0: type of person who who does that big challenge is 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 huge expect that like if you're on this journey and you're really trying to go and like reach these extremes that yep. like moments uh, like like 60 percent of your time might be in like depressed in a depressed state <laughs> and it's okay like lincoln battled constant bouts of like depression with like managing everything that was happening in the civil war and everything mm-hmm. that was associated with that like in the reformation like you know I'm, it, it's just part of the process. Like, I
1: think that's one of the things that's awesome about, like, some of these ridiculous big challenges. I think something's slightly broken in my head to, to make me want to do them. But at the same time, like, once you take on one of these big challenges, you, you have to become the person that's able to
0: to actually do it. You know what, there's the, that being said, yeah, totally get it. There, like, there's something totally broken in both of us, like, <laughs> clearly, right? There's no question about that. You know, and, and there's... You know, there was something broken in Martin Luther King, in Gandhi, in JFK, yeah. and JFK, in Lincoln, and Hitler. Yeah. Good, bad, indifferent, like, whatever else. Like, it, like you, there's got to be something broken in there if you're actually going to go and do something that is worthwhile and meaningful in your yeah. life. If you're ever going to get to that point and ever do anything that has any lasting substance beyond just, like, you know, living the normal, comfortable life, whatever. Yeah. Like, And I don't have judgment around that. You know, I really think that, like, there are a lot of people that, like, that that's what they want for their life and they're clear on that, yeah. that's, I have no qualms. You know, I think it's when people, you know, get so stuck up in their circumstances and try to go and justify, you know, why they're not living the life that they can that yeah. that's when I get like, that's when I do get, I get frustrated and, and all that stuff and I, you know, it's, it's hard, just like you said, it's hard to hear people go and give those excuses as to why they're not doing whatever it is that they're, you know capable of doing yeah if you want those limitations you want those you know you want those excuses and all that stuff then like keep it hold on to it knock yourself out go yeah. you know run wild with it but if you don't then free yourself of it like it's just a choice yeah. it's just just do it like you know it. If it And if you humble yourself, it's awesome. <laughs> that's where you got to start sometimes. Yeah.
2: We demand full commitment, but somebody has to be committed on the inside. I can't say anything that's going to make you want to better yourself. Really, if you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. And that comes from somewhere inside yourself.
0: I don't know if it's possible i don't know if you know all that stuff if it's going to go and continue to go and work out but like i i just like i refuse to stop and like i'll go as long as my body goes yep. and that's where i'm going to find out i'm yep. going to find out where i stop yeah and that's the it's that it's that well that you have to find that's like going to be like
1: okay you can you can push farther and go go longer and do more than you ever thought you could but you're not going to do that until you physically come up to a point where you, you feel like you can't go anymore yeah. and when you hit that point then you get that choice and that's when the game starts like, right. that's when, when when you feel like you're broken and you're tired and you're worn out and you got nothing left like that's and, and you have no options and it's just you that's when that's when you, you, you start to find that well. You start to find that other door. You, you find the, the, the momentum to keep moving forward even if it doesn't feel like it. And so people want to try to figure this out beforehand. It doesn't work like that. You have to like show up. You have to be there. You have to
0: give what you got, get drained and yeah. then figure out how the heck you're going to do it. No, it's so true. It's like not something you can understand. You no. can't learn about this, no. right? You can't. The only way to learn is to experience. Yep. I found it's super helpful to literally
1: state out loud, what you're willing to do in order to accomplish Mm -hmm. a goal you said like i'm willing to die on this mountain and i've i mean i've done that with like a a bike race where i was like i just like unless i break a leg i am not going home like i'll I'll go home in in an ambulance but i'm not going to go home like because i'm I'm calling someone and, and having them come get me i think there's something really really powerful about that because instead of you know feeling bad about every little thing that happens that that doesn't feel great or isn't perfect you're saying okay what's the absolute worst thing that can happen and if that happens then i guess i'll call it in but if it's If I'm not dead, then I'm going to keep going. Right. It's, there's things that work for you in
0: those those elements and things that don't. And I think it's kind of also too, knowing when, you know, the thing I'm having to learn in my life now is like, when do I do go and like grit something out, like tough it out versus like, when do I, you know, when is the right time to go and, you know, terminate something to quit, to go and whatever. because I think also too, like an important aspect of this that people don't really talk about is finding out what you need to quit and quitting that with like, you know, massive intention. Yep very, very, very quickly. You know, finding out what's what you're grinding out because you actually want it to happen and what yeah. you're grinding out because it's not really going to happen and you're just like trying to force it one way or another. Yeah, you're you, forcing it or you don't really feel it. You're not really passionate yeah. about it or whatever. You're just doing it, you know, almost because like sometimes grinding something out is like the easier thing to go and do yeah. than it is to actually quit something in the first place. When it,
1: When it stops being fun and it becomes work, that's when a lot of people give up. And so in order to combat this, there's three main things that I want to talk about in order to kind of prevent very preventable, Quitting. You know, a lot of people (laughs) say they're tired of starting over all the time. Well, stop quitting on all the things you're doing. But there's a a step you can do in front of that, and that's Quit stuff before you even start it. In other words, be more selective about what you choose to do. Be more selective about where you choose to spend your time. A lot of people just jump into this stuff and they say, hey, I'm just going to do whatever. And they do it and then they do it for a couple of days or they do it for a week and they don't really care why. They're just mindlessly accepting or agreeing to do something. And then they realize they they hate it or they don't want to do it or they, they have no attachment to it other than you know their initial decision to do it. And then they feel so bad about, about quitting it so so don't do that be more selective about what you do or if you do just want to try a bunch of stuff treat it like an experiment have a set start and have a set end date don't don't worry about making it this lifelong commitment you're allowed to experiment with stuff you're allowed to try stuff you're allowed to find out new things but don't say, hey, I'm going to do a year of karate if you have never even had an interest in the, in the sport before. Understand what that commitment means. And so quit before you start. Be more selective about what you're doing. The second thing is have a solid why. Have a solid reason for why you're doing it. It could be, hey, it's fun. Hey, this is really interesting. It could be something a little bit deeper. Maybe it's a, a really solid cause near and dear to your heart. Maybe it's something I always wanted to try. Maybe it's one of those dreams you've had since you're a little kid. But have a good reason why. Because if it's just novelty, know that and that you're just kind of scratching an itch. And and when you're done scratching that itch, you'll be done with it. But if it's something that's important, and that's kind of the stuff that I want to talk about, if it's something that's meaningful to you, and it's something that's going to be difficult, you need to have a solid reason why. Because if you don't, as soon as things get hard, you're going to give up or you're going to want to give up. And if you have a good reason why, you can always come back to that. And that why needs to be incredibly strong. It needs to be the the main driver of what you're doing. And if you don't have that when things get hard, there's there's not going to be anything to keep you from from giving up. The third thing is to to understand the costs associated with what you want to do. Uh, I've talked about this a couple episodes back, but expect it to be hard. Know what you're willing to give up in order to get what you want. If If you're planning a big, audacious, impossible goal, you should expect a little bit of pushback. You should expect a little bit of difficulty. If it was Easy, everybody would be doing it, and if it's impossible or most people consider it impossible, there's probably a reason why. So if you're audacious enough to say, "Hey, I'm going to go do that thing that everybody else thinks is impossible," you know there's going to be challenges coming along, right? Like it's not just going to be easy; it's not going to be smooth sailing. But that's why if you up in front of of committing to do it, you you understand what the costs are, you know what you're willing to give up. A lot of people just focus on the goal. They say, "Hey, I want a Ferrari," but they don't stop and think about how much a Ferrari costs or how they're going to pay for it or, or what they're going to have to do in order to get that or what they're going to have to give up in order to be able to buy that. And so when you understand the cost and know what you're willing to give up in order to achieve what you want to do when things get difficult or when you're asked to give up something that when you're asked to give up something on the way to going after this challenge to going after your goal, you've already made the decision in your mind. You can say, yeah, go ahead. That's not worth it to me. My end goal is on the horizon and that's what i'm going towards if you're really having rough time if you know if you if you think you might be giving up just because it's easier to give up than to keep going give it three solid tries and like balls to the wall solid tries. Don't give up so easily. Really go after it three times. If you say, oh, well, I tried it once and it didn't work. Well, then you're just really giving up because it's easy. Give it three solid tries. Like, balls to the wall, tries. And see if it works. You know, maybe it doesn't work the first time. Maybe it doesn't work the second time. Maybe the third time you have enough data, maybe you enough information, maybe you have enough experience that you can keep going and 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 solve the problem that you are running into before. And, and this is the thing that I want to leave you guys with, is that the story is only finished when you put down on the pen so you can start a new chapter you can you can cross out that last one you can quit on small stuff you can quit on on goals you can quit on jobs you can quit on whatever you want but don't quit on yourself because if you're writing your life story the story's only done when you put down the pen. Uh, and so if you if you have a setback, use that to fuel the next thing that you do. If you have a change of heart, or you have a change of direction, or you find something that's not working, that's okay. Rebuild yourself, collect your things and 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 plan the next adventure, plan the next chapter, plan the next book and and keep writing that story because it's only done when when you put the pen down.
0: To get like life is really short like we're wasting our time if we're not going out there and doing something we're crazy passionate about that we love that well, why not? You yeah. know, just go out and find a way to, to do it. It's
2: not about winning. It's about, you know, integrity. It's about how you're living your life.
1: Do the difficult things. Do the hard things. Do the challenging things. Not just because they're hard or, you know, you, you like putting yourself through pain, but because it makes you better. Because every time you try something new that pushes your limits, that be, that's beyond your current set of capabilities, you learn something and you grow in a way you haven't grown before and you're able to do something better than the way you were able to do it before.
2: You might not be world-class at something. You might not win a medal. You might not make money off it. But if you work hard, you will get better. And I really think the gym is the only place in our lives that we have that. You can work as hard as you can and the company can shut down. You can be the best husband you can be or the best wife you can be and your marriage might not work out. But in the gym, if you show up, if you ask some questions, if you don't quit, if you work hard, if you do everything you're supposed to do, you will improve. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I would want a lot of people to embrace that.
1: It is not the critic who counts. It's not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there's no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms and great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, don't become like the rest of the world, or as Teddy Roosevelt puts it, those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. All right, guys, so that is it. That is season one, eight episodes on resilience. So if you guys in the future, you find coming up against some impossible obstacles, you got some big challenges coming up, you can always revisit these episodes, kind of give you a boost if you need it, kind of remind yourself about how to become more resilient and how to push yourself when things get tough. Now, just a couple housekeeping things before this whole thing up. Number one, if you guys enjoyed the season at all, we don't have ads on this podcast. We don't promote really anything except uh, the podcast. So the the one favor that I'd like to ask you guys is if you enjoyed the podcast in any way, shape or form, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. I've got the links below in the show notes and it's the number one way it helps us reach new people. It helps more people find out about us. It helps us spread the message of pushing your limits and doing something impossible. So if you were affected in any way by this show or this season, I, I'd love it if you could leave a review. It takes five minutes five seconds and it helps us out a ton. And number two is that we've actually already started planning out some concepts for season number two, but I'd still love to hear your guys' feedback and suggestions on what we could do season two about. I've got a lot of my own ideas and we sort of pl- plotted out a few things already, but if there's anything that you guys would specifically like to hear an entire season on, this season was about eight episodes. I think in the future we're going to be aiming for about 12 episodes per season, but if there's anything that you guys would like me to focus Focus on in the next season or people that you'd like to see on this podcast please let me know you can hit me up on twitter at joel runyon or you can check out the show notes on site and leave a comment in the space below so those are the two things leave a review if you guys were at all affected or inspired by this season and two let me know what you'd like to see on the next season because we're going to be working on that and we're going to hopefully dropping it here pretty soon once we line out exactly what we want to do so thanks a lot for listening guys i really appreciate it i've had a lot of fun doing this and i hope you guys have enjoyed it too so thanks so much for listening i'll see you guys in season two but in the meantime don't forget to find a challenge push your limits and do something impossible i'll see you soon